paid my dues time after time I've done my sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast with Nathan Rudolph and AJ Hayfley. We just witnessed the greatest moment in Stanley Cup history. The Avs defeat the Devils in Game 7 to win Ray Bork the Stanley Cup after 22 years of trying. Ray Bork gets the job done. AJ and I are both trying to fight back tears a little bit here as it is it's it's a defining moment in in my life I imagine most Avs fans lives probably most Boston fans lives as well um I yeah as the as the ad goes there are no words to to explain moments like this uh yeah I mean, how can you not be romantic about sports? <laughs> Stories like these, you can't make them up, man. It's it, it, it's why you watch, I guess. It, yeah, I mean, it's why you have the <clears throat> it's why you have the emotional investment every day. You know, it's why. You know, you sit through morning skates and you go to practices and you, you care about who they sign on August 21st every year. And, yeah. You know, it's it, it just it just makes it all worth. Yeah, it's I mean, this is the quintessential. It's the Cinderella story of 22 years of, of trying. And at the end of the day, Ray Bork got to live the dream that not everybody gets to live, but yeah, he did. And and everyone that wasn't a New Jersey Devils fan was behind him. So it, and you know, given that they won it the year before, I'd be willing to bet that Devils fans were okay with it. Ish, they don't mind this one that much. Especially when they win it again a couple of years from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Fine. Oh no, the one they lost just happened to be Ray Bork's Cup. Like, All right, that's the one we lost. Acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, I don't, I don't even know how we're supposed to talk about the game. I know. Honestly, I, it's not really relevant. It's just what happened. You know, they, they won. (laughs) Yeah. That was the point. It was, it was the payoff. It was. I mean, Alex Tangay played the game of his career and. Yeah. I mean, after not being good, not a good series at all for him. And this, the events of the second period of this game feel years ago already after watching Borklift the Cup. It's just, yeah, it's such a fog. All that matters is 16W, basically. Yeah, and I mean, it's a, it's just, it's a reminder, man, just how hard it is. Yep. I mean, you, you, you look at the team that they assembled. And just all of the talent up and down that roster. And it was, I don't. It's a team that, I mean, Forsberg wasn't playing, but this team had five Hall of Famers on it. Yeah. And, you know, Forsberg obviously didn't play. So that, you know. Made it that it's much. A big reason why it went seven. Yes, for sure. But that. I mean, I just. I mean, was there any other way though? Really, Ray Borg. I twenty-two I mean, years. Destiny. Game seven. One last game. One last shot. For one cup. I don't. It's perfect. I mean, yeah. it was. It was. It came down to one game after 2000 NHL games played in his career you know just it came down to one day one 24 hour period one 60 minute game one you know two and a half hours to decide his legacy he yeah. was either gonna he was either gonna go down as one of the greats with a gigantic asterisk next to it or not he was gonna he was gonna have his name on the cup forever. And the guy that arguably bailed them out and did the heaviest lifting to get them there was Patrick Waugh. Yep. It, um, that's why Waugh is the GOAT. Not just I mean, obviously both Ray Bork and Patrick Waugh could have retired five years before this moment and would have been shoe-in Hall of Famers. But this was the moment that you get into the conversation of the greatest of all time. And Waugh, I think there is. There's no doubt in any Avs fan's mind, certainly. Bork still holds defensive scoring records today. And... I don't, I certainly, I understood the story of Ray Bork, but I didn't un- appreciate the player that he was when I was yeah, younger. Definitely. And older and watching this with a big group again and appreciating that side of it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's special. We'll put it that it's, way. It's the kind of thing that you write in a, 
a movie about that there isn't a 30 for 30 on this group is it's insane i don't i don't understand <laughs> this was this was the too good to be true going off into the sunset yep you know this was this was sports perfection it it, it really i don't for me personally it's the greatest sport event ever not Stanley Cup, not hockey, and all sports. Period. End of story. Doesn't matter. And I, the Avs could win another cup. Would be the second best moment of my life so far, <laughs> because you cannot top this one. I think, just speaking as a lifelong Denver sports fan, this one's for John is the only moment that competes with this one uh, in terms of just its impact, its greatness, its everything. It's how much it meant to, to Denver, how much it meant to the sports world. You know, Borks, Borks was probably bigger in that I think more people were probably rooting for the Avs than, than were the Broncos against the Packers. Yeah. But there were a lot of people. I mean, John Elway was the same guy. You know, long career, had a couple of kicks at the can, tried, was there, couldn't win the big game, couldn't win the big game, right? And they both got to walk off in the sunset. And John, I mean, John did it twice just because he could. Yeah. And growing up a Denver fan in the late 90s, early aughts, man. How could you not love sports? Yeah, I don't. I mean, there are people. There are people that that did that, and I don't. No comprende. I I, it just doesn't. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, this. You talk about the way that sports bring you together, and the way that they just sort of galvanize a group, and. I mean, you look at just everybody that showed up tonight, you know, we had a couple hundred people watching this all together and, you know, going back and forth and everybody was in different places and, and talking about their memories of this game from when it happened, you know, and I didn't get to see it live. Uh, I was with, I was with my family in Texas when there was a flood going on and they uh, delayed the game until 1am and so my family and I stayed up all, all night to watch the game. And we're doing the crying I love you hugs at like 3.30 in the morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you know, it was, it was the last big sporting event that my dad and I got to watch together uh, before he died. And he's, of course, why I'm here and love sports in the first place you know we 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 did we watched all of our sports together we play i played all the sports and he was the guy that drove me to everything and you know i hope my mom's not listening because she will probably disagree with that <laughs> um it was it was everything and this was our this was this was you know going through the series again kind of took me back to all of that and it just reminds you that this is 
it's not just games that that it's you know your sports family becomes family yep. you know that that it it's not just a championship it's not I mean, it's it's stuff that you remember forever. You ask any diehard sports fan their top five favorite memories, and it's going to it's going to be like the day I got married, the day my kids were born, the day my sports teams won championships. Yep. And and you know, like that's that's always the list because you put so much into it. You put so much into this, and you get so little out of it. A lot of the time you go through 48 point seasons, you know, you sit around and you watch, you take, you watch them go through a decade's worth of rebuilds, you know, and an abs fans were abs fans are insanely lucky, right? Yeah. Like they come to town two, and win the cup immediately. It's... Well, two, two Stanley cups. And now they're, now they're that team again. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's a watch. There's a nuggets watch going on right now celebrating their their greatest team ever that doesn't even get to the finals. Yep. Like and that's the reality for a lot of fan bases across all the sports. Not in hockey even. I mean, up until last year the Blues had never won a cup. Right? The Capitals the year before that, Buffalo still has never won a cup and and there's a part of me that hopes every single fan base gets to experience that moment because you hit it on the head. Being a sports fan is knowing pain to a certain extent. It's embracing it. Yeah, exactly. It's in, 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 in a way it's embracing failure, inherent failure. You're talking, how many games do you watch? How many, how many seasons do you go through? Especially if you're a multi-sport fan, how many seasons I'm 32. How many seasons have I lived through between all the big sports, right? You go back and you count them all up. And I've gotten to enjoy three Super Bowl wins, two Stanley Cups, and one college basketball championship. And I guess technically one college football championship, but I don't really. I, I was three, and I didn't, I didn't care. Barely counts, yeah. So it's like... It's you go through so much and it was incredible to listen to Bill Clement talk about this team and how resilient it was because you think, I mean, they lost Peter Forsberg halfway through arguably the most talented player in the league at the time and, and an all time great player and just out of your lineup. There's no black ace for that. You know, there's no, there's, there's nobody to, that can come in. So much as we love Dan Hynote. <laughs> Dude wasn't scoring a hundred points a season. <laughs> it's. I don't, I don't believe he had a hundred points in his career. He probably didn't. Um... You know, and, and then they got down three, two going back to New Jersey. I mean, just the pushback. How do you, how do you not, how, how can you not relate? You know, like we, we all, we all go through that in life, that up and that down. We all have goals and very, very rarely for any of us, is it a straight line? You know, and you look at it, 
Ray Bork had to come back as a 40-year-old because they they lost by the thinnest of margins when he was a 39-year-old. And and, you, and you, this team just kept pushing, man, and they just found a way. And you walked they that line. Go. Right. It it was not a straight line. I mean, they had a game seven against Los Angeles in round two. Could they have been lose, out. Yeah. They lose that. And, you know, we're looking at one Stanley Cup and that's 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 our one great memory and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that would have been that still would have been great, but they created one of the greatest sports moments in sports history. Because they just refuse to go away. Yeah. I mean, it's almost incalculable, all the things that went into it. Ray Bork almost didn't come back for this extra season. Mm-hmm. And if Ray Bork doesn't come back, the Avs don't trade for Rob Blake at the deadline. It's the whole season combined Peter Forsberg getting hurt in the playoffs. They dealt with a lot of injuries during the regular season too. And they were the best team in the league all year long. It was, we talk about the defending champs versus destiny. And obviously it's very easy to look in hindsight and say, Oh, it was always meant to be, but there was so much more than that going into the season or a grip of hall of famers standing right in their way. Yep. Even going back to the Western conference finals, when they had to go up against Al McInnes and Chris Pronger and Keith Kachuk. That's a, that was a hell of a blues team. Yep. There are no easy outs in the playoffs, man. And then you get into the finals against the, the, the Stanley cup champ, the defending champs the defending champs who fought through an entire year of being getting every team's best shot over and over and over. And had them, I mean, had them on the ropes three, two in New Jersey, three, two in New Jersey. And they created, they just created an all-time great sports moment for everybody. They made one of the best goaltenders ever look like an absolute scrub across this whole series. I say what you want about Broder. He's one of the best goalies ever. Not the He's best. He's a top five but... goaltender of all time, and yep. you can't take that away from him. Like, and... a, wherever you put him in the top five, it doesn't matter. He's in there. Yep. And he was bad in this series. They beat him. Yeah. it. Every turn, this Avs team, I hate to use the cliches, but they found a way. They did. I mean, look, you have to, it's the same story. Every team that wins a cup is the same story. Yep. You, you, the team that just finds a way consistently you get a little lucky. You have to get a little lucky along the way. In this one, we saw Peter Sikora ring one off the post. Yeah. That would have made it 1-1 one, one, one one in one. the first. A whole Go different game. Into, pretty much going into first intermission. Yep. Who knows what happens if that goes in. But it didn't. 
It didn't. Damn. It didn't, and and you know the Avs made the most of their opportunities. You know, when you, we've spent a lot of time talking about the X's and O's of this series and speed through the neutral zone being a big key, and look at look at the the second goal. Yep. You know, a clean breakout, Sakic off the off the faceoff. Colin White pinches because Colin White sucks, and it gets by him. And it's a two-on-one essentially. Yeah, coming down the ice. Not only not only did Sakic make the nice play, and then the pass off the pads, but Tangay beat his man. Yep, down the ice to the spot, beat his man, and then it's two nothing. Then they get a power play, and Sakic with one of the most iconic Avalanche goals that will ever be in their entire existence a hundred years from now when everybody that's watching this stream right now is dead that still will be an iconic all-time great avalanche goal and because he goes between scott stevens legs goes top shelf and beats brodeur it's an all-time i mean fakes him out it's perfect it's it's perfect it's, the... it's an all-time great the perfect moment with the perfect call. I know we've talked about Gary Thorne a lot in this series, but like you said, a hundred years from now, people will still be saying fakes it, takes it, scores. It'll still be considered one of the great Stanley Cup Finals goals. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's with a hundred years of Cup Finals getting played. Right. It it all came together in one game of so many moments. Ray Bork, Joe Sackix fakes it, takes it. Alex Tangay, a very young player, scoring two goals. Patrick Waugh, cementing his legacy as the GOAT. Peter Forsberg being injured. I, I, you cannot put this into words. I, as much as I love to try, you can't. It's just a moment you have to experience. And... Even getting to experience it again in this setting that we have, 200 of us in a Twitch chat, is it feels special. It feels like something that I'll never forget. It's a microcosm of what makes this special, of what makes yep. not just the championship and Ray Bork and the abs and this particular group, but the sports experience special. Where, where are all of us from? Where, where are all of us watching this from right now? We're all, we're all in quarantine because the world is shut down. And for, for two, for two, three hours, none of that mattered. Exactly. We all came together and just enjoyed an all time. Great experience. And just not even just tonight, but going through the series together. The ups and the downs, the five nothing in game one, where it was just like, this is going to be the greatest series. This is so much fun. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be amazing to relive this. And then going through game five, which was just like having somebody. I hate everything. In the face with a keyboard. Life over is over. over. Why do we have two days off before then game six? Exactly. Why did we schedule this so that we had to sit on this for two days and just let that stew? You know, and then this week has been, it's. We accidentally did a great thing. It worked out 
so well. We just I, wanted to watch. We just wanted to watch some sports with some friends. Yep. And this ended up just being we just stumbled upon the most emotional, romantic sports story that exists. Yeah. It, I mean, it's 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 one of the great romances of all time. Straight up. A man in his cup. Somebody make the documentary. A guy a guy so exhausted, so emotionally drained, he couldn't even skate an entire lap with the cup. Yep. Finally gets to raise it, and then you can see it on his face. Oh my god, this is heavy. Yep. He he might have he might have felt like he was floating, but it was obvious. There was nothing left, man. Absolutely nothing. Those legs were done. And Not... he he raised it, and he was like, "I'm that's it. This is it was he was spent an entire yep. lifetime built to the to those ten seconds, fifteen seconds. Yep. And he handed it off to Sakic and was like, "That's all I got. That's it. I'm I did I poured everything I had into this, and just we as the observers." We, as the ones lucky enough to root for the team that Pierre Lacroix ran at the time, we got to be along for that ride. We got to, we got to live that moment. And then today, you know, and, and over the last two weeks, relive that moment as a group in a, in a meaningful way, in a way that, in a way that felt real and not just a, Oh, let's sit down and watch some sports together. And, you know, not, not in a, casual way but in a in a deep and meaningful there are so many moments in a person's life that matter and obviously when this happened the first time it mattered to me a ton but I've rewatched game seven a number of times I know you have as well and it's cool it's enjoyable I like it but Getting to watch it with a group of people, getting together, especially in a time like this, it had that feeling. It mattered again. And yes. I I love it. I, I don't know. I, I didn't know how much I needed this. Yeah, exactly. Until, until I didn't, uh, to be honest. I didn't start feeling it until about five minutes left. At that point, uh, up until then, I was just bopping along. I was like, oh, this is a good time. You know, before the, before the game, I, uh, before the game, I cut my hair. And then during first intermission or during second intermission, I went and shaved my beard. Like I was like just taking care of stuff, right? Like I was just like, hey, I've got things to do that I need to get done that I've been wanting to do and whatever. And was just like, whatever and then with about five minutes left i started to feel it i started to to really remember how much this meant to me and it meant to my family at the time and how much it was meaning to my to to the new family the dnvr family that we're building all the people who took the time out of their day to come and and enjoy this with us and to relive this and to hang out and chat and to take to to make the effort to be with us while we all went through this again 
and it's just it's just such a it's special that we got to live it once it's it's special that we were lucky enough to do it again uh with with a group of people that means so much to us to be with us i think is is a great way to put it us not you yeah. not me not the people in twitch chat not the people watching on youtube us right. everyone together it it brings us together in a way that so few things can and i i'm so thankful for for that for that opportunity not just to be a part of this at all whether it's it's my twitch channel that we put it on great do not care about that at all i don't care if it was on the dnvr channel some random guy's channel your channel it doesn't matter we got yeah. to come together and experience this and and that's way more than i could have ever asked for when we had the random idea to stream old abs games because we're in quarantine and it it feels like the world is doing everything it can to rip everyone apart yep you know uh so divisive at every turn you know you feel this way about whatever issue and it makes you a mortal enemy to a million people immediately and you just keep digging deeper and you just we just keep finding reasons to be upset with each other and and finding reasons to 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 divide as a group and this felt great honestly this felt big it felt i think i think honestly to make way too much of the evening it just it was good for the soul straight up it was good for the soul to to be happy about something that we all care about and to do it together. And I'm surprised that we're at the, I knew, I knew, I knew this was going to be emotional for us just because this was a great sports moment. But as the final few minutes ticked down and you could hear the crowd, you could feel how important it was to them and the commentary and then the chat and everybody just kind of sharing their stories and, the DMs that I've gotten on Twitter during the game with people's personal stories. It was just, we just needed this. It's a moment that will always live on in a bubble, right? It didn't matter what was happening in your life at the time. It didn't matter what was going on in the world at the time. You have this moment in time etched into your life that we're not in quarantine right now. We're not dealing with what was for me nine eleven a couple months later. Uh, for you, obviously, dealing with what you had to go through with your dad. I, yeah. It. These are the special moments that they're your happy place i guess or at least for me they're my happy place it's your escape like we yep. always talk about it's sports are an escape and oh it's hard to escape when you're in quarantine and whatever right like this has always been our escape but at the same time like it's it's salvation this 
I'm not I'm not a I'm not a spiritual dude. And I've always felt like sports was my religious outlet. And this whole experience just reinforced that for me. That I this knew. this is this is the thing that I connect with that means so much to me on a really deep level that gets me through tough days. I knew we were friends for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't I, I don't have anything left to say. This was an amazing moment. I don't know if you have any closing statements, AJ, but it's it's been a ton of fun. Um I'm honestly glad we have Friday off now. At first yeah. I was like Meh. took its toll for sure. <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna keep watching games, but um, I think this was a good way to, to wrap this up and, and we'll be back next Monday with the watching. Um, yeah, you know, honestly, talking about the game itself tomorrow might actually be a great pod. Once we've decompressed a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and we've we've digested it a little bit and we're not as caught up in this moment. Yeah. Um, this was just great. And uh, a, a genuine and heartfelt thanks to everybody that spent it with us. Uh, it's really easy to be cynical right now about everything and especially where social media um, is involved, but this has been legitimately great and rewarding and it would not have been as such without all of you that went along this little journey with us. Absolutely. Uh, AJ summed it up. I'll put my, uh, my business cap on for a minute here and, and say we will be back tomorrow and Friday, as always. Be sure to support all of our sponsors, StravaCraft, Davidson's, Manscaped, Denver Rubber Company, Illegal Pete's, Symbiotax, Mile High Green Cross, Bojo's, Inwego, Green Mountain Dental, you name it. Everyone that supports us, everyone here at DNVR, from us to you, we love you. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. I know we did. We'll be back tomorrow, and the Avs, we will be playing game 82 on Monday against the St. Louis Blues, the 17-18 season. Um, look forward to it. Until then, take it easy. I Enjoy your night. That, that's all I got. Goodbye. <laughs>